and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hey, Careering Gang, I'm so excited. I'm today with Kaylee Filio, who is the Sales and Marketing Manager at Parts Edge. And Kaylee and I met recently. I was so impressed with her story and the person she is and the things she's doing that I thought it was really imperative to have her on the podcast. So welcome, Kaylee. Thank you so much. I'm excited to share a little bit of my story. Yes, I'm excited for you too. Now, Kaylee's probably sick to death of this because I've pounded her over the head with it since we met. But I want to talk today a little bit about finding talent in unexpected places. And I will leave it up to Kaylee to tell you where she was when she was found. But let's start there, Kaylee. Tell us a little bit about your story of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, it really all started at Subway. So I'll kind of start from the beginning. Yeah. I had a good friend in high school that was working at a subway and I was about 15 at the time starting to want to make money. And I knew I needed to make money to buy my own car because my parents were going to be able to do that for me. So (laughs) that's kind of where it started. And she knew the owner and everything. So she pretty much got me into the subway. And then from there, she'd gone and left, but they were opening another location and they needed a manager. And my manager at the time was coaching me without me realizing (laughs) to be the manager. And I took the position out of high school. I was, I think I was actually still in high school when I took the position. As a manager? As a manager, yeah. Oh, okay. If I'm remembering correctly. That's amazing. I just remember like I I was still working nights and actually it was a good thing too because I was able to train the team at nighttime. And then once I graduated, I was able to move to the day shift, which was awesome. I love that you're like training the team, but you're like, I'm so sorry. I have a big test tomorrow. So we're going to have to rush through this quickly. (laughs) I know it was It was a really cool experience and just, I think it was also the team appreciated that I worked at nights too with them. And then, and then when I got to move to days and then train that team, it was like a whole, whole nother learning experience, but that's where it started. And then my regular customers became my, they were just awesome because our, we were in a business park. So our rush was lunchtime. That's all we had. I mean, normally Subway is the lunchtime, but we were in a business park. So Chuck and Cliff, the founders of Parts Edge were my regular customers and pretty sure Chuck liked Subway more than Cliff, but (laughs) no, I know Chuck loves Subway. He still eats it every day. (laughs) And they asked me if I knew anyone looking for a job. And, you know, I was just like, uh, not really. I don't know. I'll think about it. They were really asking me Yes. (laughs) once I started like talking to my friends or people, they were like, no, they're asking you if you're. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that you're like, "Mm, not really. I'm not really sure who I would recommend for that. Yeah. And I had been a manager probably, I don't know, maybe a year. So I was going to college. I was you know, figuring that out. And, and I think at that time I was starting to want more. I knew that Subway was just kind of like, yeah, that's all it was ever going to be unless I was going to buy one. And I just wasn't quite ready for that. And in the time I was, I just was so young. So then I took the position. (laughs) I I called them. It probably took about a week or two. I called them and asked if they were still looking. And yeah. So I started working the operations at Parts Edge. Very, very cool. And how long have you been at Parts Edge now? Off and on, it's been about 
nine years, I think. Okay. Yeah. Time flies. So the reason there's so many reasons I wanted to have you on and you just explained them beautifully. I mean, like number one, I want to talk about in our interview for younger people, you're in your twenties. So for younger professionals, like what, like what things do you think you did that made you approachable and like a good candidate for leadership? And then I also think for the employers who are listening, I love this idea that like, look for talent anywhere. So what happened is they found you at a subway, but they saw in you the things that they knew would create a great leader within their organization and how smart of them to like, look beyond the fact that you're making their sandwiches, right? And say like, this person's going to be a fantastic leader in our organization. Yeah. I just love it. <laughs> it's really cool. I actually took another subway employee too with me. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So that's the other one. Employers. If you find someone great, ask who else they know. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what happened is I, they, there was an open, after I had been there for a while, my right hand person at subway, she had just had a baby and she was like, I don't want to go back. And I was like, no, yeah. this is perfect. And yeah. she, she is now the operations manager and runs pretty much everything with the day-to-day everything. <laughs> so okay. this is awesome. This cool. is awesome. And there was obviously something in you from the time you were younger. Cause the fact that you started at Subway at 15, you were still going to high school and you were like training the team and you took on this role as a manager in high school. What do you think were some of the things that you had like within you that helped bring you to this, to where you are right now? That's so hard. Cause it's like, I feel like a lot of it had to do with my mom and yeah. the way they, that she, I just remember growing up, she always said I had this fire in me and this like drive. And it was so hard to be a parent to me because I was just such a difficult kid. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. And I'm actually doing that with my child now. So payback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We do tend to generate like who we are. Like we regenerate yeah. who we are a hundred percent. Totally. So I think it kind of boils down to that. And my mom, she, I think she did a really good job with not putting out my fire and letting yeah. me um, just try things. And so I think that's what it boils down to is just knowing what you want or figuring not actually not. I didn't even know what I wanted. Actually, <laughs> I think I just knew that I needed to work and I just tried my best to do more and be better. So yeah. I didn't settle. That's, I think that's what I I love that. And we had, you and I were talking kind of beforehand before this interview, I was in a clubhouse session the other day that was talking really about what women would tell themselves in their twenties. Now you are in your twenties, but I really loved it because a lot of it was exactly what you're talking about. It was like, believe in yourself, like think of yourself for more. You are ready for greatness. Like when you think you're ready for greatness, you're ready for greatness. Mm -hmm. So I think you're just a shining example of that. Like you were ready and you knew you were ready and you took the next steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And I did leave Hearts Edge too, because I had realized that I wanted to do sales and marketing and that yeah. wasn't open at the time. So I okay. went off learned and tried to do that in other, in a different industry. And I actually regretted that time too, because I kind of wish I would have worked at a, a dealership to get the actual dealership experience. Sure. Yeah. But then again, it's like, I wouldn't have gotten that experience that I I got with the sales and marketing in the real estate industry is really what it was. And yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's the other thing too, is like, once you think you have it figured out or you're on the right path, if something else opens or you're desiring more, like keep going and keep trying. Cause it led me back to subway. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let's hope it didn't lead you back to subway. (laughs) No, I think maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. (laughs) But no, it led me back to Parts Edge and that's where I am now. And it's, it's awesome that I'm able to do what I'm doing. 
And tell me, so when you came back to Parts Edge, so you went away and you did those sales marketing, you were like, I'm really going to, you know, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to go get some experience in this. What did you tell them when you came back? Or did they come back to you and say, we want you back in? I think it was a mixture of both. Like we always kept in touch because they're just great people and great employers. And I was at a point with real estate where I was like, I thought this is what I wanted. Uh (laughs) And I was struggling. I went back to Subway too at the time I was working because that was kind of a good filler for income. Sure. So I was doing subway. I was trying to sell houses and be in real estate. And in reality, I actually am so grateful that I did that because I was able to help some really close friends find houses that I don't think they would have been able to find if I wasn't. So I, I got my real estate license for them. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> so so if you cool. need to like have a sandwich made, do parts accounting or buy a house, <laughs> Kaylee's the, the girl for you. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know where we're going with that. But basically, when I came back, to like when you came back, yeah, when you came yeah. Back. So I think I approached them because I had found out through the grapevine that their salesperson had put in her two weeks, and I was like, oh, this is an opportunity. I feel like I can make a difference with all this experience that I had and the security of like just having more because real estate wasn't as secure. In my right. personality, I think I was discovering that I needed that more security to be able to just do better. I guess yeah. So. Yeah, because I was really struggling with like, oh my gosh, this is not secure. (laughs) Yes. Well, and I love also just that was another thing that came up yesterday in the room is like, raise your hand for things that you may not be ready for, but that you know you can handle. So it's like that idea of like continually pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think a lot of people, I'm even as much as I love change, I think I do this a lot. In fact, just the other day, I had someone say, I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone. Like I'm going to make you get out of your comfort zone. And so I think people get there and they stay there and it's comfortable, but growth comes right from pushing ourselves out of that zone all the time. So I love that you came back in and were like, Hey, I've gained the experience over here. I'd like to try my hand at this. Yeah. Now you're also a mom. Tell us about your kiddo. Yeah. Her name's Trinity and she's two. And yeah, it's been a really great experience becoming a mom. I wasn't ready. (laughs) I don't think we're ever ready. Right. Um, But she came at a time where I think I needed her because my dad had passed away and um, I found out I was pregnant two months later. So it kind of helped with that healing process. I was weird too, because I remember after I lost my dad, I was like, I don't want to become a parent. I don't want to do this to a kid. I don't want to leave like, because for my dad, like I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do so yeah, it's been great. I've learned so much from her and she is just like me. <laughs> I love it. Well, one of the things we talk about a lot on this podcast is how we balance motherhood with careers. You're a perfect example of this because you have been a hard charger in your career. It sounds like your entire life, your entire working life. So boom, two years ago, a baby gets into the mix, not to mention COVID and a pandemic. So what advice would you give for other young moms and young professionals in terms of making it work? Like, how do you balance it? That's hard because I feel like every day I'm trying to figure it out. (laughs) Maybe the answer is you don't. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, that's the answer. You don't figure it out. And I think that I was actually reflecting on this because I feel happier when I'm working and I'm alone and I'm not with her. Like, I I love her. I love being with her. Yes. 
but I just have this joy of like when I'm working hard and I'm at home, like just doing my thing. And so I think that's the thing is like, let's not be guilty. We don't need to be around our kids all the time. We don't have to be like, if you are that person and if you're able to do that, that's awesome. But I'm not that person. (laughs) Yeah. I need her to go learn from other people and like (laughs) be with other kids. (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's actually the reason I began careering for the most part is because I love my career so much and I don't want moms to feel guilty about loving their career. Cause I think if you have that in you, which you obviously have from a young age, it really becomes a part of your identity and it becomes, it's really important. And I think our, the way our society is right now, you know, moms who are staying at home full time are made to feel less than moms who love their careers and are work a lot are made to feel less than. And the truth is like, we're all good moms. Yeah. Everyone's a good mom. I think the key to being a good mom and a good employee is finding what works for you and like mm-hmm. staying in that sweet spot, yeah. trying the best you can to stay in that sweet spot and just be fulfilled from both. Yes. And don't compare like, yes. just be, yeah, just focus on you and your child and what you enjoy the most. And like, that's what matters. So, oh my gosh. And talk about like my kids now are 14 and 16, but I remember that age, there is a lot of comparison. There is a lot of like, how many words are they saying? Or are they yeah. not, not walking it too? But like, what are they doing? And, you know, everyone's like comparing milestones to try and figure out if their kids are where they're supposed the to are. And I just feel like if I were to go back and talk to myself at your age, at your age, I had, uh, well, I don't even know if I had kids yet, but my, like in my early thirties, I had young kids. And I was trying to work and I felt so guilty about enjoying working. They, yeah. I had a nanny for them and I felt so bad. And I think if I were to go back, I'd just be like, everything's going to be fine. You're doing it just right. Everything's going to turn out great. Like just calm down. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I think if you can enjoy those things, you can be a better mom for your child yes. when you are with them. Like you don't have to be with them all the time yes. to be a good mom. So that's well, And I talk to a lot of moms about this too. Like I can't tell you the amount of things my kids have brought back from school where they're talking about how much they look up to me for owning my own business and for like having my own clients. And I've been able to talk to them about like, I didn't like the way that person was treating me. So I decided not to work with them anymore. So like, I think they're just, I think kids can learn so many lessons from seeing not just their parents, but especially their moms take a leadership role in business. I think it's just a really strong, important lesson for them to learn. Definitely. I'm hearing yeah. that now with my little brother. Cause now he's like able to comprehend more. And he's like, wait, what do you do? And he's heard me on the phone. He's like, wow, you sound so like, you know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> you're like, like, I do fool. I know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, he's, well, he's like, wow. <laughs> you, you can do anything you want. <laughs> exactly. So now what are your next plans? I mean, you, it sounds like you've always had your, I love that your plan, you've always had a plan. You've always known you wanted more, but it's kind of been this a little yeah. bit of a wandering path, which I think is great. But do you have some specific goals for yourself, both personally and professionally within the next five to 10 years? Wow. That's like, (laughs) I know this is like deep. And just so you guys know, I did not prepare Kaylee at all for this podcast. So I'm throwing these things at her at like, you know, this is like pure, (laughs) pure ready interview. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to think about this. So I think actually, oh gosh, I wish like I was a little bit more structured with my goals. I'd like Mm -hmm. to say that I am, but I always like feel like I'm shifting them a little bit, but I think Mm -hmm. overall, I think I want to get to a point where I can take care of my mom and help her so she can work for 
fun and not have to. Yes. So I think that would be my goal is I would like to be able to own a a little bit bigger of a house and have her have a little house on some property with us. Oh, (laughs) that's such a great goal. And be a little closer to my older brother because he's we're further apart now. So yeah. that would be cool to kind of get us all closer together. And maybe another kid. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me, and I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. I know, isn't it? Your kid hits that like two year old point, and everybody starts thinking like it's time. So they you yeah. do get a lot of questions about that. I know. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you we'll should figure- start joking and be like, my baby is my next career stuff. That's my baby. That's what I'm working on right now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's like five years, 10 years, who knows when it's going to happen. But I think that's what I'm working towards is my parents always worked so hard and they struggled a lot. And, and I think that my mom needs some help. So I I want to help her. (laughs) I like, so you're also illustrating this other theory that I have, and I don't know if I've ever talked about it on this podcast, but I believe very fully in it. I also growing up, my parents both worked and we were middle-class and I mean, we had everything we needed, but I always kind of had this fire as well. And this like thought that I was like, I'm going to control my own destiny. And it wasn't necessarily about making money. It was just more about like being comfortable, right. And having the things you want. And so I have found more and more the people that I talked to, if they grew up in kind of an environment where they weren't given everything, where they weren't just like, it wasn't, not everything came extremely easy. I have found that those people tend to be entrepreneurial more than others. Like it's weird. It's like this idea. And I have no idea if this is true or correct. It's just from what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. It's almost like that is what creates that fire in these individuals to make them succeed. I think it might be. I mean, yeah, because we lost everything when I was 16. So I experienced that with the downturn or whatever you want to call the crash. And, you know, my parents made some bad decisions and Mm -hmm. my dad was struggling with his addiction and they lost everything. So I think that probably drove me to work. Yeah. It also created issues though. I have issues with money. I have this fear, you know, I'm constantly working through just feeling secure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, that, I think that's what creates this fire is when people lose stuff. And yes. When you realize things can be taken and you're like, I am going to do everything in my power to kind of control my environment in this situation. Yeah. And at least like have faith. Like if I do lose things or if things happen, it's like, that's what was supposed to happen, I guess, you know? Yeah. No, I think that speaks to even a larger theme, which is exactly what you're talking about. Like knowing yourself that you can get yourself back up if you fall. And if, yeah. like you said, if you lose everything, you know that you can bring yourself back up and recreate it. Like I tell oh. people that all the time for me, it's like, I'm not really excited about making a lot of money. Like for me, that's not really it. It's the idea that I can create something out of nothing, like a creative yes. company out of nothing or an idea out of nothing, or like the podcast and the community that I created there. This wasn't here before two years ago. So I, I just love the idea of like the creation of those yeah. things. It's awesome that you've done this. (laughs) Well, would you say we're going to have to wrap it up here in a minute? It went so fast. What advice would you give to younger women who are listening to you and saying like, you know, I do have that fire and, you know, I want to take the next step. Like what would be the one thing you'd tell them that helped you the most, do you think? I would say I prayed a lot. I did. I really just took it all out of my hands. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it really isn't in our hands. So I think that if we can just have faith and just, and just kind of like have a feeling of what you want Mm -hmm. and then it'll kind of come to you. Mm -hmm. Like opportunities will come. Yes. Like manifestation, right? Like really that's what it is. Yes. 
it took losing a lot of people in my life to really kind of dive deeper into that spiritualness and like Mm -hmm. manifesting and really Mm -hmm. like it's there <laughs> and I live by Sedona too it's like the hippie capital oh, well, there so yeah no I listen I'm all about being hippie and manifestation and spiritual I believe the same thing I really really believe this is why I write down goals every day I yeah. have like 10-year goals I have daily goals I have one-year goals I think when you write it down or you create vision boards or you make it a reality it becomes what you focus on and just due to you focusing on that Every day you build toward those goals and you get that. Yeah, exactly. Don't try and control it. Just like have your goals, do those things and it'll all come to you. (laughs) Okay. I could not have said it better myself. And that's the way we're going to wrap it up. So (laughs) thank you so much for being on with us today. If people want to reach out to you for parts edge or just a fabulous sandwich recipe, (laughs) where can they find you, Kaylee? They can find me on LinkedIn. That's a really great place to connect. So just my first and last name, Kaylee Filio or hashtag go to parts girl. (laughs) I think I've owned that one. (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right, guys, you heard it here first, Kaylee Filio or your hashtag go to parts girl. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Kaylee. I just love talking to you and I love hearing all about the things that have made you the woman you are today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you.